0: What makes an ordinary person to do things that are beyond imagination? What transforms somebody who's come from nowhere to become somebody? What is it that moves somebody who was left behind and puts him in a place of advantage? What is it that Take somebody who we've known to be a doldrum of the place, to be the reject or the vagabond and places him in a place where everybody says how we wish we could be like him. What is it that takes somebody who is lonely and places them in a place where they become a blessing for others? These are, are questions that, are, that have been in my heart for, for a while and, and every time I look into the Word of God, I see something that has, that has run through my spirit ever since I got born again. The, the Bible says in Joel chapter, chapter 2 and verse 28 that in those last days I will pour out my spirit. And in, in an occasion where where many, many years later. The disciples are gathered in a place where they were hiding. They didn't want to be known that they were there. They would prefer preferred not to sell out their identity because they just didn't know what was going on. What is it that changes somebody who is in a place of uncertainty to put them into a place of confidence? What is it that changes somebody who is despised to become somebody who is loved? What is it that says somebody who is depressed to put them in a place where... they are joyful what is it and so the disciples were in this house uh, and upon that day in acts chapter 2 and verse 14 the bible says uh, from verse 1 the bible says something happened in the in the place where they were it was shaken there was tongues of fire there was a resting upon these people that were timid that were hiding that were otherwise people were saying these guys are doomed What is it that transformed somebody who is in a place where they are doomed to a place where they become a victor? What is it? This is the this has been something that I that is is, is I, I just need to speak to someone. I don't know who it is, but probably just one person who needs to hear this. But I have a witness in my spirit that God wants to change somebody, wants to move them from a place where they are nothing to something, where they are nobody to somebody, where they are empty to full. Well, God wants to move somebody. What is it that transforms somebody who is poor to become rich? Where they used to go to school without shoes, and now they say I travel in my private. What is it? What is it that moves somebody from a place like that to a place where they are fulfilling destiny and helping others to fulfill destiny? God wants to fill somebody who is empty and make them full. I don't know if you are the person. I I don't know if you are the person who says I I need a move. Is there anybody who says I need a shift? Uh, Things must shift for me. Things must change for me. Things must there must be a movement. And so on this, on this day, Acts chapter 2, Peter, when this had happened, the Holy Spirit had come down upon the place where they were. And suddenly these people started to speak in other tongues. And they were speaking all kinds of things at the same time. And the people who were walking outside started to hear them and say, oh, this is strange. And suddenly a crowd gathered to hear the strange noises that were going on in the house above. And suddenly people were coming from all walks of life just to listen. What is it? We hear these people. We know these guys. Most of them have not gone to school. They don't have PhDs. They don't have master's degrees. They were just fishermen. All they knew was to make tents and to make, to make nets and go out fishing and come back. Some of them, one of guy who could have been an accountant because Because he was a text collector. But that's all these guys were. And suddenly they are speaking languages that they've never been taught. And people outside are hearing them speaking all these things. Saying all these things. And they are stopping to listen. And the crowd is gathering. And suddenly Peter rises up. And on verse 14. The Bible says Peter stood up with the eleven. He raised his voice. So when you hear me shout, some things you just can't avoid. Why? I'll just tell you in a moment. He said, Pastor, be rooster. My son was saying, why are you always shouting when you're on the pulpit? Some things you just can't control them. When you're there, you just, you, you want to be rooster. But you know, something's happened and something is happening. You just can't keep it in. Yeah. I, 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 I. And so Peter raises his voice and addressed the crowd. And he says, fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Today I will make a small attempt to explain some things to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people... Talking about the uh, guys who were speaking in tongues. This one is speaking this time, speaking in that no, speaking in that you look at them, you say, But this guy is a Galilean, he's speaking in a tongue that he doesn't even know. You ask him, What did you say? He doesn't even know what he said, but he knows he says something, and you heard him saying something. It seems to make sense somewhere because he's saying something. The people that heard the disciples speak their own he say, Ah, he's speaking my language, he's speaking in and someone says, "Ah, oh, he's speaking Swahili. I don't know what languages they were speaking, but the people were moving. And so it was a time where many people came to Jerusalem at this time. So there was a crowd that started to gather from people from all over the place. And suddenly, he says, you people who live here and you people who are around, listen to this. This. <laughs> listen to this. He says, the people are not drunk as you think they are. My wife was saying, you need to get drunk in the Holy Spirit. Because yes, he's saying, you know what? Yes, they are drunk, but they are drunk with something else. Uh, do I have a witness in this place? Come on, I need some excitement. Can you encourage me? He's saying they are not drunk as you suppose, as you think, as you know people who are drunk. They are not drunk with the things that you think have made them drunk. No, but they are drunk with something else. They have something else inside of them. They might be looking like they are drunk. They might sound like they are drunk. They might behave like they are drunk. But you know what? It's not the drunkenness that you know. It's not the drunkenness that you understand. It's not the alcohol that you drink and you go drunk that these people have taken. No, no, no. It's not a drug that they have taken. No, no, no. It's not a drug. It's not drunkenness as you know it, but yes, they are drunk with something else. I need somebody who say, God, I need a shot from you. I need a shot from above. Not a shot from Sminoff or whatever. You call it guineas. I don't know what you call it. Whiskey, whatever. blackjack or Blue Jack. I don't know. Not that kind of shot. But I need a shot from the Holy Ghost. I need a shot from the Holy Spirit. I need a shot from God. These people are not drunk as you suppose they are drunk. But you know what? They have something else in them. They've taken something else in them. You know, want to know what it is? And, and, and he says to them, But this, uh, let me read this one. It's only nine in the morning. (laughs) It's only nine in the morning. And and, uh, one day I might preach about it's only nine in the morning. Today I just want to talk about the next statement. He says, no, verse 16, but this is that. If you're reading the King NIV, it says, but this is what? This is that this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. So you have to go back to Joel chapter 2 and verse 28 to 32. This is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel. What you are witnessing is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Brethren, what I'm speaking to you tonight uh, is something that is prophetic. When we began the year, I spoke a lot about Joel chapter 2. Those that were joining the morning prayers, I dwelt several times. You ask me, Pastor, lead prayers. I dwelt on Joel chapter 2. Why? Because there's something that God is saying about our time, about our season, about this year. Let this year not run out without you getting drunk with the Holy Ghost. Oh God, do I ever witness? Let this year not go out uh, without you receiving that which the Holy Spirit needs you to receive. This is the year you must get it. This is the year that a restoration must come to your life. Uh, This is the year that a restoration must come to your family. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, that in these days, I say these days because he was talking about our time. He says in the last days we are in the last days you have to watch CNN and you will know we are in the last days those of you who like watching CNN (laughs) CNN is telling you we are in the last days the signs they tell you about the wars that you hear the earthquakes and the tsunamis and you know there was a tsunami there's chance of another tsunami down in the New Zealand coast because there was an earthquake yesterday. We had an earthquake in, in, in Italy. And, and oh, these are the last days. And you hear them. And you know what? The, inc- the frequency of these he- events is increasing more and more and more. We call it maybe the effects of global warming. We've been driving our cars too much so there's a hole above the skies. and Whatever it is that you can explain it whichever way you want, but these are the last days. And Joel says, in the last days, in in our day, in our day, in our day, in our day, he says, I will pour out my spirit. I will pour out my spirit upon all people. I am praying that God will pour out his spirit upon this city, yes. upon this nation, yes. upon, upon the world. God, pour out your spirit. Let those who are ready to be born again, let them be born again. Let those who are hungry, let them be filled to the brim. I, 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 I'm praying that tonight he will start with you. Yes. In fact, he has already started. Some of you have already begun to receive. And I'm, I'm praying that God will transform your life. Your life can never be the same again yeah. after an incident, the incident you will have today. Yeah. And so he says, this is that. Which was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days I will pour out my spirit. Upon all people your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even servants and handmaidens will will, will be able to experience the power of the Holy Ghost. Why is he talking about all these things? Why does he talk about the handmaidens as well? He's saying you know what? It's not going to be for people who are high class. You know some of us see ourselves as being high class. We are high class, so we don't live in Bonsesteg. <laughs> we live in Assapak. <laughs> Who lives in Assapak here? I, live in Asa Park. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Asa Park as well. Then I moved to Bonsesteg and realized it was going down. So I moved out and went to Maraikaweg. <laughs> you know, b- but you know what? The world has classified people. And sometimes some of us fall into those classifications and traps. But here the Bible is saying, even the handmaidens, even, you know what, and to, to, to let, me, let me explain this. If you were living in these times, in the times of Joel or in the Jewish times, if you were a maid, a handmaid, handmaiden, you were just but you were almost just like property. You were sometimes not as worth as the chair that your master sat on. That's where you were. Handmaidens and and servants, for example, the shepherds, the shepherds could not just come into the house unless they've taken a really good bath. Not even come into your master's house because you say you smell of the cows and the pigs. Remember the prodigal son, those of you that read the Bible sometimes. The prodigal son eventually goes to live with the pigs and live with the animals and eat from the animals. That's the place of a servant. Where he comes to his father and says, Father, I'm not even worthy for you to touch me. I'm not worthy to get close to you. Just make me be like one of your servants. At least the servants here are better than where I'm coming from as a servant. Do you hear what I'm saying, people? But the prophet Joel says, in those days, the Spirit will come upon them as well. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you've come from. It doesn't matter where you've been. You are a candidate to receive the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You know, you don't have to have money to receive the Holy Spirit. You don't need to have enough money to bring your husband here. You, 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 know, you know how they And uh, when I was trying to get my wife here, they said, how much do you earn? I just need my wife to be with me. Why should I earn a certain amount for her to come? But you know, that is the way it is. But when it comes to the Holy Ghost, or when it comes to the Holy Spirit, you don't need the money before. Ah. Do I have a witness? Says in those days, in these days, today, today, you can receive a double portion. I don't know who you are. I know who you are you can receive a double portion of his grace of the holy spirit in the bible it says jesus gives the holy spirit without measure without measure it says i will pour out and they will they will dream dreams and they will prophesy and they will see visions take these things down for, with me when a man is filled uh, with the holy spirit things change for the better when, an, 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 when a man or a woman, man is unisex when I read the Bible <laughs> on such terms. When a man or when you are full of the Holy Spirit, you will change for the better. Number two, You cannot be full of the Holy Spirit and remain the same. I may sound like I'm repeating the same point, but I'm not. You cannot be full of the Holy Spirit and remain the same. Number three, the impact of the Holy Spirit causes you to do great things. The impact of the Holy Spirit in your life. Causes you to do great things. I will show you with some examples, and if I can't finish the examples, it'll be okay because I'll have given you the points that are on my heart. Number four, some of the things you will do when you're full of the Holy Spirit will look crazy and will be a wonder to those that look at you. Some of the things you will do when you're full of the Holy Spirit will look crazy. And will be a wonder to the people that are looking at you. They will be saying, how did you do this? How can you do this? Sometimes people ask me, how do you manage all this? They, they saw me the other day and they say... You are still smiling in your present circumstances. We are having this, we are having that. And say, why are you still smiling? And I said, you know what, some things I don't know, but going to church helps. Some Another day I was sitting in the office and says, you know, you always never seem to be stressed by anything. And I said, maybe it's my color, I don't know. He <laughs> says, but no, you, we should still see it in your eyes and say, well, there's something else behind it. Yes, tell them. People look at you. And they wonder, how do you do this? How did you did it? Because it's crazy. How did you enter where you entered? Have you ever been in a place where people do not know that you are the one who they should listen to and they have left you behind, Close the door, And then while they are there at the front, they are sent to come and take you and put you in the front. And after you've spoken, everybody is saying, how did you get to know what you know? It's as if you are not supposed to know it. But you know it. And you know more than they know. (laughs) And you understand more than they understand. And sometimes you're standing there being asked the question and you're wondering, yeah, I don't know how I did it. But I know I did it. Why? Because when you have the Holy Spirit, some of the things you will do will be crazy. (laughs) Number five. When the Holy Spirit is upon you, you cannot be defeated. You cannot be defeated. He's a victor. He's a winner. And when he's on you, you will win. You will win. You cannot be defeated. Number six, with the Holy Spirit, it doesn't matter who you are or where you are from. I've already told you that one. I just want to just want to go quickly through two, uh, two examples of people that were full of the Holy Spirit. And 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 and, and I just want to speak to somebody as I talk, give these two examples. Now I just 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 5 to seven. First samuel chapter 10 verse 5 to 7 I, I know you are you you may not find it quickly so i'm just going to read it after that you will go to Giba of god where there is a philistine outpost as you approach the town you will meet a procession of prophets coming down from the high place with leers and timbrels and pipes and harps being played before them and they will be prophesying Verse 6 says, and the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee and thou shalt prophesy with them and thou shalt be turned into another man. This is an account of Saul and his servant. They go to look for Samuel, the prophet of the time. Saul was busy looking for his donkeys. He was just a farmer's boy. Looking for donkeys. In fact, his father's donkeys. He didn't even have donkeys of his own. He's looking for his father's donkeys. With his father's servant. Or his servant. And he gets to the prophet Samuel. And Samuel says, you know what? The donkeys you are looking for have already been found. Oh, that's prophetic. Somebody you're looking for donkeys. The donkeys are in their store. You need to go back. Let let me leave that. Let me continue with, oh God, the donkeys have already been found. But listen, Saul, you will go to meet me at the post of the Philistines. When you are about to get there, you will meet men who will be prophesying. You too will prophesy with them. The Spirit of God will come upon you powerfully and you will prophesy with them. And afterwards, I will tell you what must become. But listen to this. When the Spirit of God comes upon you, you will become a changed man. You see, when you have the Holy Spirit, you become a changed man. I want somebody who says, I need to become more like God. I need to get closer to God. What you need is the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon you. The Bible says He will come upon you powerfully. And you will become a changed man. You cannot change yourself. You need the Holy Spirit to change you. Yes. Amen. Many times you say, ah, when I have changed, then I will start serving God. No, 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 no. You need to come to God and say, I am here, Lord. You change me. Amen. I am here, Lord. You give me your power to change. Amen. It is by the power of the Holy Spirit that we can become more and more like God. And so he he comes and then when he gets there, when he gets there, verse, verse 9 and 10 says, And Saul turned to leave Samuel. God changed Saul's heart. See, it is God who changes the heart. And all these signs were fulfilled that day. And when he and his servant arrived at Geba, that's the place where the Philistines were, a procession of prophets met him. And the Bible says the Spirit of God came powerfully upon him and he joined in their prophesying. Do you know that you can prophesy? You can speak things into your own life. You can speak things into your family. You can speak things into your neighborhood. You can speak things into your nation. You can speak things into Wageningen. You can speak things into the Netherlands. Uh, You will speak something tonight uh, that will make things go good for the Netherlands. Because after Saul began to prophesy, the situation of Israel began to change. After he prophesied. If you were to go to chapter 11, we don't have time to go there. But the Bible says somebody came and says part of Israel has been conquered and taken by the Philistines. The Bible says while he was there, Samuel got angry and the Spirit of God came upon him. He took an animal and chopped it to pieces and gave it to the messengers and said, take these animals back to our, to our enemy, these pieces, and tell them I am coming to do what I've done to this animal, to them. What you have done to me, I am coming to do it also to you. This is Saul, the guy who had been looking for donkeys a few days back. And now he's rising up to say, Philistines, enough is enough. Every Philistine in your life, uh, everything that fights against your life. uh, You see, when you have the Holy Spirit coming upon you, you can prophesy things. uh, And you can begin to change things. You see, Saul hadn't even gone to war. But he says, what I've done to this animal, I'm coming to do to you. That's a prophecy. You are speaking things that are not yet as though they were. You also can speak things that are not yet as though they were. Like you will be a doctor. You will be a doctor. I will be a doctor by when? By next year. (laughs) Next year is too far. (laughs) <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yes. You can speak things that are not as uh, who, who are you? Say I need I need a PhD. You will do a PhD. Amen. You need to speak it. You need to speak it. And and so and so he he, he rises up. Power of the Holy Spirit comes upon him and he begins to prophesy. You also can be, can be able to move to begin to change the way you speak and change the things you say and that the things you say begin to line up with God because when you have the Spirit in you, all you can do is but line up with God. What you need is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let me explain this. When you get born again, Your spirit man is changed. There is the first change so that you can connect with God. You will have the Holy Spirit. That's why we can now call you a Christian. But you know what? There is more. And this is what I'm talking about. The more. You need more. You need more. You need more. You know, when I received, when I first got born again, I was on fire, but I didn't have the Holy Spirit in a different measure. We preached sermons. My first sermon, real sermon, I preached when I was in high school to a school audience of about 900 people. So when I preach to you here, I think back in those days, sometimes when people don't come, I stand here and I preach like I was preaching that first day, looking at over 900 people, a lot of them my peers. So you can imagine when you are in school, they'll think, ah, what is this one saying? Now I'm a pastor and say, ah, so you were serious, eh? <laughs> 900 people. And, 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 I'm, and, I'm, and I'm waiting also for the day to see that which God once spoke back then. So when I stand here and you didn't come to church, I preach like those days. <laughs> see, when you're full of the Holy Spirit, you do crazy stuff. And 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 you you can you can you can rise up to that place. You hear what I'm saying, church? Somebody in this place, there is a change for you. Yeah. Yes, there's a change. There is a change. There's a change. We, we, we will need to pray very soon. Let me go through this. I also wanted to talk about Samson. Maybe I maybe I maybe I won't go to Samson today. I feel like we should pray. <laughs> I feel like you know, my, my hands begin to itch. Begin to itch like 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 I must release some something. And uh, so uh, and soul, soul is here. I'll, I'll speak more about Saul. Maybe I'll leave the Samson bit to another day. And Saul is 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 here starting to prophesy. His life has changed, completely transformed. He begins to rise up and do things that he would never have imagined himself to do. He may have had a background where he was only known as being a Benjamite. You see, even when he was being told about, you are going to be king, his excuse could have simply been, you know what, I am from where? The least of the tribes. My tribe is the smallest. Benjamin was not a big tribe. And you know what, even my family is not a family that you would look up to. Look, I'm only looking for my father's donkeys. I don't know what you're chasing, but God says those things you are chasing are found. What you need is to be chasing God. God. What you need is to be chasing after God. Is to be finding out what does God want you to do. What is it that God has in store for you? That's what you need to be chasing. You need to be hearing the word of God. You see, ah, and the donkeys that you chase, this is also symbol for somebody. The reason that you are here chasing for donkeys was not so much the donkeys, it was because you needed to have an encounter with God. It's not so much the donkeys, it's the encounter that, and now you are at a place to experience that encounter. Experience it. Experience it. Take the experience of the encounter. You see, When, 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 when I, I was telling you about, I preached my first sermon like that. And I didn't have this measure of the Holy Spirit. And then one day I heard somebody say, you know what, you can be speaking in tongues. And I said, ah, I want that also. You know, I was having all night prayer, not what we have here. All night is praying somewhere from 8 o'clock to 6 a.m. in the morning. We were praying with my friends. We were six of us. And in the, in the evening, we would go out, sneak out into one mountain, which was close to school, within the boundaries where we could go. And we would pray there all night. And you know what? Sometimes you run out of vocabulary. <laughs> in the beginning, you've got enough words. I was very good at English and comprehension and writing stories. But sometimes, you know, you just run out of the vocabulary. Now, what do I say? When is, the, when is the guy leading going to come back and tell us the next prayer point? So we're struggling in the middle of the night. And, you know, in the middle of the night, you're struggling. You think, well, let me sleep here. But, you know, because we are in the mountain, you are thinking, if I sit down here, what if I sit on a snake? I better keep standing. You know, so I see some people here sleeping. I say, hey, eh, you started the night videos in a good time. Yeah. I started in a bush. We chose to go to the bush, not go into the church building. One day I might tell you a story when I was chased out of a church building. I was chased out of a church building. (laughs) (laughs) Holy Ghost! You know, we had one Ernest, you you like making noise. So one day we (laughs) were, let me tell you the story. It will help somebody here. We went into church. And we started praying. So we started off with the cool guys, Rustach Rustach. Started praying, started praying, started praying. I was still not speaking in tongues at that time. Praying and praying. And then suddenly something just hit us, the six of us. I might write a book, The Exploits of the Six. Mm -hmm. It hit us. And we started getting louder and louder and louder and louder. And we're praying, Jesus, Jesus, deliver us, help us, Jesus. We were praying, we were praying, we're just little boys. And then suddenly... Suddenly, we were being slapped on the back. I'm, I'm serious. Just slapped on the back. What are you doing here? We slapped on the back. We just, we just opened our eyes. Our eyes were even closed, so we didn't see it coming. We just opened our eyes, and we saw the Anglican sister was slapping us really hard. We just went out, and you know where we went? We didn't stop the prayer. We went to the mountain and continued in the mountains. If you want to beat us, come to the mountain. We can run around the rocks, but we will be praying. So, and I imagine that day so vividly, we just pulled up our trousers, picked up our books, and went out. We were praying in our spirit. Just still surprised, why are we being beaten for praying? Some were being sent home for drinking and doing drugs. We were being beaten for praying by somebody who was supposed to be a Christian. Just went out. And we continued praying. And I look back and I was saying, and I see now that God was just preparing me for that. I had that measure of the Holy Spirit. And then I got to know about receiving the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. And I said, God, I want that also. I want that also. And it was a night like tonight. This one brother preached and said, you can be filled and also speak in tongues because it is a promise that is for you. It is a promise for every believer. It is not for, for the old people. It is not for the old generation. It is for us because this is that which the prophet Joel spoke about. That in these days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And I said, Jesus, pour out your spirit upon me as well. Pour out your spirit on me as well. I want it also. I want it also. And I was there, young boy. I remember I was wearing some funny jean on the day. And when he says, those that want to receive the Holy Spirit, come. I stood up from the crowd, and I also came and stood amongst many that were there. I was number two from the end here. So he started from over there. And you know what happens? You are hearing others, ba, 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 and you start, well, is it going to happen also for me? <laughs> see, he's coming closer. I was expectant. it must happen also for me. And you see some others are doing things, are happening dramatically. You know, there are some people that you just touch them and they are, and the ushers are doing, having a hard time to catch them. And I was standing there, Lord, also me, Lord, also me. And you know what? God also me. He remembered me, filled me with the Holy Spirit. And I began to speak. But it was just rababa, rababa, rababa. I didn't know what what, what am I saying? I don't know. You know what? Your mind begins to tell you things. You don't understand what you're saying. Are you not copying the other? Because sometimes you think it sounds familiar. (laughs) But when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, he fills you in his own way. He fills you in his own way. And sometimes because of where you are, he fills you in a way that you think it's familiar. But no, it's not familiar. Only the Holy Spirit knows. Unless you are copying. Because sometimes, you know, in some churches, I heard you are taught to say, now say riba baba. <laughs> they teach you the vocabulary of tongues. It's not so. You, can, you only need to be taught the vocabulary of tongues when you are not filled. When the Holy Spirit is not upon you or upon the person praying for you. So if somebody starts to tell you, now say shika, 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 shika. You know the Holy Spirit is not, not upon this person. There was nobody to tell the disciples what to say in that upper room in Acts chapter (laughs) 2. There was nobody to tell those disciples what to say when Paul met them on the way in Acts chapter 19. He just laid his hands upon them and they spoke in other tongues and they prophesied. The Holy Ghost came upon them like a rushing wind. It was like, and there was fire coming upon them and they began to speak in other tongues. And I can give you many examples after. Because after that day, I began to speak. It was one phrase, but I was enjoying it. Bro, you need to see a young boy who's filled with the Holy Spirit. Riba ba ba when they say, Let's praise God. Riba ba ribaba ribaba. They say, Let's now intercede. Cry for Zimbabwe. Riba ba Whatever it is, God, I'm gonna speak in these tongues. And you know what? The more I spoke into them, the more I felt power. I felt power. I I felt I'm a powerful brother. Started lifting up my trousers a bit more. Why? Because I'm a powerful brother. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. See, when you're full of the Holy Ghost, something just needs to change. I started seeing myself. You know, it's only now that I realize that, you know, I'm not so big. Those days I was small. But when when I'm standing here, (laughs) when I'm standing here, come and try me. I'm so big. (laughs) Why? Because I'm full of the Holy Ghost. It feels like I'm walking on air. Why? Because there's an filling in. You cannot be the same. You cannot be the same. And afterwards, my life began to change. My life began to change. Began to change. I, I used to like all kinds of things and some things you just uh, this one does not go well with riba, baba riba. No. Your life begins to change. I began to experience something different. But that was only just a, a measure. So after, his, after some time, I began to say, Holy Spirit, fill me again. I am tired of ribaba, ribaba. I need some more. And now, now I can, I can. Which one do you want me to speak? I can speak it. Why? Because the Holy Spirit fills me with measure. Without measure. Without measure. So I can go rimonda yonda jaka makau sukule tarabashima makata rimonda Makatseta. ta i rabosaka God is gonna use you, bro. He's got his eye on you. I can. I, I've began to, to also experience God, where I began to sing in tongues. You know what is so beautiful? Lord, I give you my heart, You know, and you're still wondering, where is this man going? I'm in the spirit, yes. and I've left you on ground earth. You see, you need to move higher, praise and worshipers. I long for the day where you start to just sing in tongues on the stage. I was in a, in a service one day, and the preacher man stood up and said, we are all going to sing in tongues. And I said, this one is new. I should do it one day in AGP. <laughs> uh, some of you will run out of church on that. <laughs> but we sang in tongues. And you would be surprised when the Holy Ghost comes upon 60 young people. When he comes upon them, you would be surprised how synchronized they can be singing in tongues. In something they have never learned. And when the keyboard man just begins to play by the power of the Holy Spirit, it's no longer about his notes or about his training or about the choir practice they had on Friday. It is all about what the Holy Ghost is doing there. (laughs) Mekaya terebosha. Where are the keyboard guys? They are not full of the Holy Spirit. I need to pray for you guys. (laughs) And the whole crowd of 60 young people was singing in the Spirit. And afterwards, the man of God came up and said, Today we are going to have a burial. And you say, man of God, we've just been in the level of the Spirit. We have never been before. And you say, we are going to bury something here. I thought you were going to say, today we are going to speak about the Holy Ghost. It says, you know, when the Holy Ghost is come upon you in this way, we are going to have a burial. And there was a burial. (laughs) All those things that would prevent the Holy Ghost from coming again in our lives were buried that day. When they say these Egyptians, you will see them no more. We buried some Egyptians on that day. Egyptians are things that are against you. Not the Egyptians in Egypt. (laughs) Things that are against you. It's a metaphor for that. But it was the Holy Spirit that moved us to that level. And the Holy Spirit can move somebody to that level. In the name of Jesus, you can get to that level. You can get to that place. And, and, and you can move to that place. And every, as we went on into singing in tongues, I also began to realize there was still another level. There was another level where God was saying, you know what? Yes, you are enjoying the tongues. You are enjoying singing in, in tongues. You know, sometimes in my house, the Holy Ghost would come out, would come down and, you know, you feel like my hair is standing. And you're looking, who's, who's magnetizing my hair? You know, like in, when we taught about magnets, they would give us a plastic ruler and you'd rub it, something plastic. And then you do this and your hair starts to stretch along because of the magnetization. And and, and some, it feels like somebody is doing that. And you're looking to say, who is the person in, in here? Sometimes I would feel like I'm praying with somebody else. And when you open your eyes, you're looking. Where is the person? I don't find them, but I, I, I know they are there. But I, and, and you know what? I'm not afraid they are there. I'm happy they are there. I wish they would just stay on there. You know, there's something that's drawing you to them. Until I go to know that's another level of the Holy Spirit. God wants somebody to move to another level of experiencing the Holy Spirit. And then then God one day said, there's another level of anointing called anointing, another level of the Holy Spirit where you can begin to do exploits, where you can begin to do great things, where yes, you enjoy me in your closet. You enjoy singing and you enjoy speaking in tongues. And I'll just get into my room and just pray for hours, just praying and enjoying the Holy Spirit. You can enjoy these things, but there's something more after the enjoyment where there is power to impact others. And when I caught that, you know what? One day I said, God, fill me with this power. And I went to school one day, I was now in college at this time and I saw these brothers and they were preaching, you know, they would just enter into the, into the canteen and then they just started preaching. They just stood there and started preaching. People were eating and suddenly the dining room would just go quiet or the lunch room would just go quiet, listening to these messages. And some people would come and say, we want to receive Christ at lunchtime. And I would watch them and i said, say, God, I want to be able to do that. But you know what? Every time I went into that lunchroom, I would rather, hey, let me sit and eat my sandwich. Let me sit and just eat my food quietly. But when the Holy Spirit came upon me one day, when I got filled by the Holy Spirit, it's another level, brethren. I stood up and I started to preach. And I said, you know what? There are many things that you desire. But there is one that is important. I remember I preached that that scripture so many times because every time the Holy Spirit came upon me, I just just, just preach about there's one thing that is important. You have chosen many things, but there's just one thing that is important. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. And one day I saw somebody say, I want to receive Christ. And I said, yes. And sometimes I also got chased away. But you know what? It doesn't matter because I've got the Holy Spirit on me and I preached the word. And I know. I know I once preached one time and you know what you think you have done nothing because nobody has responded to your altar call until one day in a certain place somebody said do you know that I once saw you preaching in a public place (laughs) you know you get scared but you know that you know I, I, I knew that on that day there was something that had prompted me to preach in a place and to just spread the gospel in a place. Where did I get the courage and the boldness to stand at the corner and begin to declare, it only has to come when you're filled by the Spirit of God. And it's not only about preaching. I went one time and we're praying for people. And you know what? When people are being prayed for, you're called to say, these are the brethren that have come. They now we have preached the sermon. Brothers, come and let's pray for people. So you come to the front. And you know what? The brothers that are lined up against you are all senior. And you know, people are coming to be prayed for. And you know how it is? They lay hands and shoo, the whole queue is falling down. And you're thinking, ah, my own queue is not falling down. <laughs> and then people, some people come and kneel. And like, no, no, don't kneel. Stand up so that you maybe they will fall down. And they are not falling down. So you think, should I push them? Until the Holy Spirit said, no. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And when I got to understand that, the first day that I came in, I said, now I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. Lord, bring them. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have guts. And not to church folk. You know, church folk are easy. People in church, they are easy. Because you, you, you know they probably are expecting that ah, when I go to Pastor, I should fall huh, so that Pastor will stop praying for me. It's when you meet people that are just born again, do not know the Lord. And when you lay your hands and you see them falling, you say, Ah, there's power here. <laughs> I didn't know that I had so much power until I prayed for somebody and I saw what was happening. The other time, I was filled with the Holy Spirit, encountered a demon. And you suddenly say, well, I don't have experience in casting demons. But in the name of Jesus, go. And somebody gets delivered. You know you have power. But it comes at another dimension. And God wants to come upon you to fill you for that dimension. God wants to come upon you to fill you to that dimension. I remember one time I had fasted and prayed to go and preach in a place. And while we were preaching and, and, and praying, I was asked to be praying for people. So I was just praying for people in the background and suddenly demons were manifesting and manifesting. And, 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 and you know, it seemed like every other problem was just being, after he's finished praying for that one, go and be prayed for him. Go and be prayed for And you're thinking, this is new. I look back now and I realize that was the spirit of God that was upon me for that grace. I tell you more, (laughs) you can go higher in levels. I've experienced God coming to empower me in the things that he wants me to do. I've been in places where I've wondered, God, how did I get here? Fresh out of college, I was asked to do a project in a company. And they said, you are going to make sure that we get certified to the new standard. And I walked into the factory and I looked at all the people. They were taller than me. And the auditors that were coming were these tall South Africans. And I thought, how am I going to do this? And you know what? I went to pray. And after I prayed, the Holy Spirit came upon me. You know, the Holy Spirit just comes upon you. And when he was upon me, he says, you will do it. Go and understand what you have to do and start doing it. And I went there. But he also whispered something to me. Also, spend time praying. So, every other day, I would take some time to go outside the factory building, and I had a little spot where I would just pray walking whether it was rainy, it was sunny, it was cold, I will just be praying, walking, Holy Spirit, I need you to accomplish this. Mm-hmm. And you go back into the factory and say, we do this and we do that, we do that. You sit there behind, that. D- it was computers were just starting to be a top thing those days. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to use this thing. Holy Spirit, you've got to help me to use it. Suddenly they said, you will have your own small room and this computer to do whatever you want. So I had time to learn and time to learn all kinds of graphics and all kinds of things, just fresh out of college. Computers are not big hit in Zimbabwe at that time. We had to share computers even in university when I was about to finish. But suddenly I'm given my own. Where everybody else has to share, I had my own. And after I'd gone through all this, the company gets certified. Things worked. And God, I said, God, now it's time. Lift me up to another place. And I went into an interview With a man, I just prayed. The Holy Ghost again came upon me. I can look back now and say, that must have been the Holy Ghost. Because all the man could say was, I saw that young man, you had no experience whatsoever. Yes, you had a good success story of your project. But for the rest, you had no experience whatsoever. But there was just something about you. I am seeing somebody where they would just say, there's something about you. There was a candidate who, after I was about to come to the Netherlands, we called him for an interview, and he says, I had applied for this job years ago, and they gave it to you. And now I was interviewing him to say, I'm leaving this company, I need a replacement. <laughs> and my, my, my manager at that time said, there's just something about you what was that something about you? I'm saying to somebody, this is that which the prophet spoke about, that the Holy Spirit will be poured out upon all flesh. And if you can allow the Holy Spirit to be poured out on you, you will be different. You will make a difference. You can make a difference. You can make a difference. At one time, I was, I was in, a, in a comedy where we had to speak for people and to speak for things to happen in the organization. And, and, and everybody says, oh, you know what? It's in the pipeline. It's in the pipeline. I don't know where it comes from. It still amazes me up to today because even the man who was in front of, of all the discussions, he was saying, you know what? We are doing everything in our power to do what has to be done. It will take some number of years. And right there in the midst of this conversation, I said, God, this cannot be I don't know where it came from, but I just say found myself saying, even when they are building tunnels, there should be some small outlet somewhere. We need to see something coming out of this tunnel. Yes, there will be the final end, but sometimes there's an escape door in the tunnel. Can we have something coming out of that escape door? And you know what? The man looked at me and said, what? I said, I'm just asking for an escape door in the tunnel. Before it gets to the end, it might be years before we get to the end, but let there be an escape door. And you know what? Several things were suddenly changed. The things we're being told, they would take a long, long time before we get to the end of it. Suddenly, they were changed. Why? Because there was something that came upon me to challenge the fact that people were always looking far ahead to say something needs to be done. I'm saying something shall be done for you if you can only but prophesy into your situation. It comes when the Holy Ghost is upon you. The Holy Ghost can make that difference for you. The Holy Spirit can make that difference for you. Tell your neighbor, the Holy, the, the Holy Spirit makes the difference. The Holy Spirit makes all the difference. And so I've seen Him coming on to help me in everything. I, I If you ask me how I did the PhD, all I can say is it's in the Holy Ghost. How did you combine all those things? It's in the Holy Spirit how do you combine being a husband a father a pastor phd student and involved in other organizations it's in the holy spirit that you can combine all those things how are you able to come out on top of your situation, it's in the Holy Spirit. I've also been sick at some time and I've seen the power of God come upon me and heal me. I've also prayed for people and I've seen the power of God touch them and deliver them. I've seen God move. When the Holy Spirit is upon you, you can do exploits, hallelujah. You can do exploits. But what does it need you to do? Jesus says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Let him come to me and drink. I would have loved to speak about Samson, but I will speak about Samson on another day. And Luke chapter 11, verse 13. Luke chapter 11, verse 13, and then we will pray. Because I believe that we need to pray. Something has to happen in somebody's life tonight. Luke chapter 11, verse 13. The Bible says, if you then, being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask of Him? How much more shall your Father give of the Holy Spirit to those that ask of Him? Can you guys come to your instruments? How much more? How much more? How much more shall your heavenly Father Give those that ask of the Holy Spirit. All you need to do is ask. All you need to do is ask. All you need to do is ask. The Holy Spirit can come for you. I don't know what state you are. Maybe you are still at the place where you say, I don't even know anything about the Holy Spirit. You can also just desire. To say, Holy Spirit, fill me and then teach me what I need to know. I've known a lot of things by just interacting with the Holy Spirit. I've also heard sometimes some people say, well, let me read the whole Bible first before I believe. You know what? If you want to believe, if you you just come to God first, try Him. That's what the Bible says. Taste and see, and you will see that the Lord is good. Just taste it. Say, Holy Spirit, I'm here. Just fill me and teach me. He will fill you and teach you. If you're at a place where you're saying, I need to speak in more tongues, I could tell you testimonies of how I've even had been able to interpret tongues, you know, of being filled with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I've told some people in the, when the Holy Spirit just comes and because I'm filled with the Holy Spirit and they're asking, am I going to be able to make it? And I've said, yes, you will be able to make it. And they've gone on and they have made it. Am I going to get this job? I've been fired, and you're telling I should go back and say I'm here again? Yes, go back and tell them you're here, and they will hire you. And, you know, it sounds crazy, but you know what? When you have the Holy Spirit, sometimes you say crazy things. you know, you you tell people, go and do crazy stuff, uh, and crazy stuff turns out to be good stuff. Why? Because when you taste God, you will find that He is good. He is good. He is good. Say, how can I travel without money? Yes, go and stand there. And while standing there, somebody will come and put money in your hand. Say, let's go, I'll pay for you. Say, you'll pay for me? (laughs) But God does that. Why? Because when you're full of the Holy Spirit, you can do great things. You can go beyond your imagination. You can go beyond the things you think or imagine. Say, God, I need to make it to the place where I must be. And you wonder, why is the plane delayed for 30 minutes? It's just so that you can be able to walk in. I was having a situation where in Brussels now, with all the terrorist attacks that have been there, and, and, and they've changed security and all kinds of things, and it was late. I said, Lord, you've got to delay that. The gate shall not be closed until I pass through because I cannot miss where I am going. And you declare and you prophesy. And why? Because God has a reason, has a purpose for you. And things happen just like that. And by the time you walk in, they say, ladies and gentlemen, we are now fully boarded. And you know, you know, you know, you know. (laughs) You know. I've had some people that have said, ah, we will see if your God is alive. Yes, he's alive. He always shows himself to be alive put you to the challenge. God is up to it. All you need to do is say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Can you guys just play something prophetic? Play something prophetic. Just begin to play. Just begin to play. It will flow in your fingers. Just begin to play. Shakuri Basata. Mushendarabatsaya. It's are you hungry for the Holy Spirit? You can become a minister of God, you can preach to others, you can lay your hands upon the sick, and they can get well. Oh God. Oh God, the Holy Spirit was full, and somebody was sick with the back pain. And I just called them. A few days later they said, you know what, Pastor, I wasn't sure I should come. But when you, when I came and you prayed for me, the back pain has gone. And I've not felt it since. Why? Because it's just the Holy Spirit that does those things. But it takes somebody who's hungry to say, Holy Spirit, use me. Holy Spirit, use me. Holy Spirit, I need you. Fill me. You can be filled to speak in tongues, filled to interpret those tongues, filled to operate in the giftings of the spirit, filled to live a new life. You can be filled to be transformed from a depression. It is that which turns people. He is the one who turns people from being nothing. Oh, and puts you in a place where you are somebody. Just begin to pray. 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 Whatever you desire tonight, take it from the Lord. Whatever you desire tonight, take it from Jesus. Oh, Makalararaba Shanderebekayat. Riamanda Raraba Shakayananda Raba Sikerebeyosan. Muramananda Shindarabakayan. Mirebelenda raba shike and koyenanda raba shanda raba zieta. Muramananda raba shaka yamananda Sometimes you feel something strange in the presence of God. Mm, just allow Him to have His way. Oh, sometimes you may just find yourself crying and you wonder, why am I crying? Oh, just allow the Holy Spirit to have His way. Oh, sometimes you find yourself just laughing and you wonder, what is funny? Oh, just allow the Holy Spirit to have his way <laughs> ah thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit Mm, Maria Lerebonanda bonandara va shandara Maravalanda ba ma baba baba sa Roboshikaya mala ndoro ah jesus Mureman andarabashia Let the Holy Spirit have his way. Say, Holy Spirit, I'm hungry for you. I'm hungry for you. I, need you, I need you. 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 Whatever you need, whatever you need, whatever you need. You see, the Holy Spirit will cater for everything concerning your life it's not only it's not only the things that appear like, like, like for the for the service in the house but also the very details of your life where you will sleep where you what you will eat even what you will wear oh yes that project you are working on it's in the Holy Spirit it's in the Holy Spirit it's in the Holy Spirit if you can allow him to fill you tonight. Allow him to fill you tonight. Oh, Jesus. Oh, there's power in the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. And I will give him rivers of living waters to flow from within his belly. Rivers of living waters. You also can flow. You also can flow with rivers of living waters oh Jesus my god yeah. Yeah. Mm, yes draw that which you need to draw from the Lord tonight draw that which you need to draw from the Lord tonight there's an empowering There's an equipping. There's an empowering. There's an equipping. You can move to the next level. You can move to the next level where you can see visions, where you can dream dreams, where you can experience the power of God. Rika Mama Mama Sata Kayara Boshe Katayata. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mercury Abbasanda. Mende Rebekayanda Ravashanda O Raka Telebo Shikayara Sandaka. Ah, Jesus. Oh Jesus. Erabas Sandaka. Re Reho Shabakayata. What you think is impossible, God it says it is possible. What you think is possible, God says it's possible. In the name of Jesus, it's possible, it's possible, it's possible, it's possible, it's possible, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Oh, reka baba baba sand. Is possible? Is possible? Mmm, masaka yata. Is possible? Yes, there is. It's possible in the name of Jesus. Kirevo nda haya katsai. Mandelebe koshi kaya rabatsai. Yerebo sanda rabatsa. You will receive favor. You will receive favor. You will receive favor, says the Lord. You will receive favor. In the coming months, you will be favored in many places. And you will receive favor. In uh, the third time you receive favor, you will know that my word for you is true. God says, I will cause you to receive favor. And in the third time you receive favor, you will know that my word for you is true. Oh God. Yereboshikayandara Basaka. Yerebolondo Roboshika Yere Baba Baba Babasandara Bashaka. There is favor. There is favor in the name of Jesus. Yes. 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 Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, it's like electricity. Ah oh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Oh, yes, Holy Spirit. (laughs) Oh, God. Mm. Yeah, touch, Lord. Touch your people now. In the name of Jesus. Move upon them, Holy Spirit. Equip them for the next dimension. Equip them for the next dimension. Equip them for the next dimension. In the name of Jesus. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. For such a time as this, I have brought you here. Rise up in your might and serve the Lord. Rise up in your might and serve God. Oh, God will take care of your business. Serve him in the name of Jesus. Rika Monondorobo Shike Tarabashandarabatai. In the name of Jesus. Meka Rabobosete Kaha. Sinderebo Koshiya Tara Siterebokoshima Kaha. Eravo Shanda Katsaga. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. There's a hunger, a thirst that he feels. That rivers of living water. <laughs> ah fill <Ha. laughs> a Lord Jesus <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Maka shikayandarabasiketele rebo shikayandaraboshekata Ryamo non doro shikayandararabata